I'm Arthur Halloran. I'm the CEO of uh, Trillion Energy with uh, projects in uh, in Turkey. Uh, all right, good to see you. Um, been a while. I think we saw you last, uh, Crocky, uh, August last year. Um, it gets a lot of confusion in the marketplace. People are wondering, like, what are you, what are you guys up to? You know, what's happening with SASB? What's happening with the, you know all, all the other projects? Um, there was a kind of hiatus, it, it, it seems. So, you know, what do we need to know? Yes, uh, I mean, it's true. I've been quite quiet because I've had the misfortune of um, over-promising and under-delivering. Under and um, so what we've done is we, we had the, th- the six gas wells. So we had six uh, successes for six uh, activities, but we've had some water loading, which is a normal process. So our production has been not stable and not as high as it should be. So we started around September, October, um, getting some engineering, some third-party engineering done. And to execute um, artificial lift to pump the water off, because the gas is not lost. Like right now, some of the investors are saying the gas is gone and so on. It's just there, just the weight of the water on the purse. And um, we now have the plan, and we are actually right now in the process of executing executing the artificial lift. And what that'll do is that will allow the wells to produce, and I, I say about two to two and a half million cubic feet per day for like two or three years per well. And right now we have uh, six wells. Okay. So what, what's the problem you're trying to, you're trying to fix? Like you've explained some sort of technical rationale for why you didn't hit guidance there. Um, I'm interested in you know how you fix it. You talked about six six wells. We did that. We can do the math on that one. Does that kind of get us back to where we should be? Do we play catch up? I mean, you know, wh- why why do we trust the companies to actually be able to kind of deliver it now? Yeah, so it is it is kind of like catch up for sure. And because if you remember, we've there's been two sets of drilling, 2007, 2011. Each one is about six wells. So we know exactly how they should produce. And um, the six that we've done are actually slightly better, but just still within the same range of reservoirs and so on. And so all that really happened was because they're longer extensions, longer reach wells, and we used, if you can imagine, like um, a straw. Instead of a small straw, like two and a half inches in diameter, we had a four and a half inch diameter straw and just the normal production of water, not much water, uh, loads up into that tubing, the four and a half, and the weight then just pushes the gas back into the formation, and it doesn't produce as well as it should. So if you remove that weight, we'll be back up to what it, um, what historically the analogs say it should be. And that will generate a lot of cash. Like each one, we're still getting about $11 US uh, on MCF, and so if you look at it, every two and a half million, run it off to $10. Every two and a half million, you know, that will give you um, about um, yeah, a couple of million dollars a, um, a month. Right. Okay. If, if you don't mind, I'm going to go back, back a bit because I, I want to be sort of clear about what the company's focus is. So we're, you've got assets offshore, onshore. Obviously, the, the the issues you've experienced, are, and you know, we've talked about the, the high, high cost of the off, offshore um, wells and partners, and all all the kind of there's a, there's a lot of variables out there. We're not giving up on that. 
we're getting after that. It 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 will will work. We're not distracted by the onshore stuff. I mean, is is that is that the gist of it, or are we trying to run all of all yeah. of the above? Yeah, all you're, you're the time. Yeah, you're exactly correct. And and the reason is is because we found the reserves, we have the wells, and in the onshore, you're talking about like the oil block, and that's expiration, and it could be a big hitter. But we need to focus and spend our time and attention on SASB, right? Because that's where we we already invested a lot of money, and the gas is there, and it's just to monetize uh, that asset into uh, into cash. Right, and and the idea there is to run that as some sort of annuity stream of, of cash flow for yourselves for your own use. So you're not looking for some kind of exit to partners or. When you buy us, is that, is that the plan? Yeah, that, that, yeah, again, that's correct. Like, so for SESB, we are forty-nine percent. The TPAO, the Turkish Petroleum Company, is the other fifty-one. Um, the oil block, again, we farmed in, but if we could get somebody to um, take our costs to earn some of our interest, we we would do that because we've already found the reserves in SESB, right? And then, so for these six these six locations that we've already got, by the third, actually by the second quarter, we should be up to a hundred percent production, about fifteen million cubic feet per day, because two and a half million cubic feet per day times six is, you know, fifteen. And um, but we also found with the artificial lift, we were always talking about the next phase. We would then do like five or six side tracks, which is just re-entering some of the old boreholes, milling a window out, and then accessing a new reservoir because there's some um, reserve left behind. And it turns out that when we look at the artificial lift for the wells were already drilled, we realized they never did it in the, the historic wells. And so instead of drilling a $10 million sidetrack, you know, we can go in for 500000 or 700000 and do artificial lift. And then we don't have to worry about saying, well, let's get two and a half or three million to pay the CapEx back, because that's, you know, 10 million, 8 million versus 500,000. But I would suspect you're still going to get a couple of million uh, cubic feet per day. And right. the other I... thing, again, I must mention is that the first six I'm talking about and these side tracks and everything, those are reserves. They're not um, like expiration or resource. These are actually reserves that are that are booked. What, you raised some money back in yep. November, uh, yep, just correct. over eleven yep. million bucks. Yep, is that enough to get these, get, you know, get, get cash flowing? Are yeah, you, that's are correct. You, will yep. you be coming right? Okay. Yep. So, will yep. you need to come back to market dilute? Yeah, and uh, and that's where, and that's where the distinction has to be made is that again, um, the investors that put the money in and so on said, we want you to conserve cash. We want you to be really good custodians of the cash, and we want that in SCSB, and that's where we're going. So we have enough to already purchase, like we've already purchased um, some of the, the, a lot of it, and it's just on the way here, right? So some of it's already in Turkey, some has to come from like um, China and so on, it'll be here like March 15th. But those are those are um, pretty well paid for. This discussionary CapEx, is the oil block. And so that's what I mean is we have to focus on SASP. There's no use having an oil, our oil exploration half done 
and then our SASB have done, and then you end up with nothing. Right. Yeah. I, like, I, and I, and I, I do, I'm, I'm kind of excited about what you're doing um, with, the, with the oil blocks because there's some pretty big oil fields around you. But um, as you say, f- first things first, let's get into some, some kind of cash flowing situation here. So there's, I guess there's, there's, there's a little bit of um, damage control um, that you, you're, you're having to do with your shareholders because they were a bit confused about what, what was going on. So your message to them is what? Give us nine months, give us 12 months, and we're back on track or or what? Yeah, because I, so when, when I first started it in September, I thought, you know, you have an artificial lift and you look at a PCP pump or an ESP pump. And it turns out that it, I'm, an, I'm a geologist, not an engineer, because you have these long reach, extensionally drilled wells and you got two S curves, you end up having a problem. You can't put the ESP pump down below the perfs. And the PCP pump is at the heel. And then you have issues like you pump all the water off and you start getting air locking. And so the idea was, let's do this correctly. And the biggest issue was to modify the, the wellhead so that if we do the PCP pump and we find out that, you know, we get good production for six or eight or nine months, but the ESP gives us a lot more. We don't have to modify the wellhead or buy a new one. We can just interchange the interchange the pumps. And the other thing we're doing very cheaply is a velocity string. And what that basically is, you're just putting a tube in, and one in the tube is at the perfs, and the other end of the tube is at the the top. And the pressure difference causes the gas to go in, and it increases the velocity and pushes the water out. And those are like. 80,000 bucks. So that's, again, when you talk about the CapEx, the most expensive um, thing is an ESP pump, and everything together is about 450. We pay half that, so that's about 250. And the other thing I mentioned before is that we, I said we're going to perforate all the, all the zones, and I was told all the zones were perforated, but now they've gone back, and they say, no, we have... Um, more zones that we can perforate because if we can handle excess water, let's just perforate all the zones and get more production. So that's that's going to happen in the first quarter. So we get that flush production. But like we always said, that is a short-term fix. The long-term is the is the pumps. Okay. Okay. Increase increase production. Talk to me about the market and, and talk to me about the fact. When, when we first started talking, it was right high. Um, well, not any cost environment, but you know, your high price environment for. Um, selling selling locally. I mean, how, what's the sort of net back that you're hoping to achieve now? Has, has it changed much since we first spoke? No, it, it hasn't. We've actually had the same $11, dollars $12. The change is a bit to do with the the Turkish lira um, for like four or five months now, and it's been about the same. And I think it's because everybody here is used to it, and before um, Botas, the marketing the government marketing company had a big um, overhang, a big a big debt from subsidizing the residential stuff um, during the really high price time. So it really right. hasn't changed much, and in the outlook is that it's not going to change much. So we're getting, you know, eleven eleven dollars, ten dollars an MCF, and our opex is ninety thousand. US a month. It's a set fee. So we just pay that. So we produce one thousand, you know, one million cubic feet per day versus ten million cubic feet per day. 
we just divide that into ninety ninety thousand dollars. Right. Okay. Okay. So you're make, you're making good margin there. Fine. Okay. When do you get to the point? Because you, you, you talked about the onshore, the oil, oil blocks, etc. When do you feel comfortable that you've done enough, said enough to the market, and either can have revenue or can see revenue before you make a decision on the on the onshore oil blocks? Because they look potentially massive, but you don't want to get distracted. Your shareholders have told you sorry, the last round of investors said. Get stay focused on here, but w- w- what's the timing on that? Yeah, we've already shot the seismic on um, the eastern block and the northeastern um, corner of the block. Like, there's never been any seismic there. There's never been any wells drilled there. And when you see the terrain, it's for a good reason because it's very uppy downy. And so they had to drill 30 meter holes and then use actual uh, dynamite. And so we we actually have that seismic so we've we've gone down that avenue already and but due to the weather and so on it's now the rest is delayed until it's not delayed as normal until april and so at that time is when we started having to come up with a you know like a million dollars uh two million dollars to can you continue with the program but we should already starting to get some good return from the um the SESB. And the other aspect of it is this first initial stuff, hopefully we can use that to really get somebody interested to, uh, you know, carry our, give us a promote on our, you know, our part of the, the farming. Right. And, and the reason the reason I ask is because I think you talk, you talk in, in your um, material about a work program of about 27 million bucks, obviously, you don't have 27 million bucks today. So the question is, how does that get financed? Is it a case of, let, we'll, we'll, we'll get the gas flowing, SASB uh, revenues um, in, and we will self-fund or do you partner up? And if so, at what point do you partner up? And you know, what, what's your expectation of how you allocate the, the, the capital? The, um, sorry, the, 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 how's, how does the capital allocation work, et cetera? So, because they, you know, small companies trying to do big, you know, um, pr- programs like this, you've got to have a plan to navigate your way through. And either you do it in a linear fashion, or you you, you get creative. So, you know, how are you thinking about that? Yeah, I'd like, as you know, capital is always scarce, and you always have more projects than you can invest in. And so, one of the other things that we're actively uh, looking at, and again, this is predominantly to continue with SASB is because gas is the choice of energy in in Turkey and it's a seller's market, we have about four or five groups that uh, we've contacted through a a intermediate here. They would like to, um, the idea is you get a a loan, but it's not really a loan. What they do is they pre-buy your gas and then they market the gas. We get the regular boat has price so we're not being penalized we might have to give a one or two percent discount type thing but what they do is they like to play the spot market and the spot market is you know a little bit more so an example would be we go and we get 10 million bucks and we say okay this 10 million dollars we can use to increase the production because we're still talking about reserves here and and they like that and they can see that they're they're Money is being um, used to increase the the production and their the reserves, and then 
potentially we could get, uh, you know, 20 million or 30 million. And then when you go back to the oil block, uh, the whole reason why we wanted to get the seismic in that one corner is because, like you say, you got those huge fields. One is, they say, is a billion barrels. The other one is 250 million. What you know for a fact is one of them is already producing 30,000 barrels of light oil, about 1,200 barrels of oil per day per well. And that trend runs right through our our block. And so we shot the seismic, and we have the same reservoir, the same source rock, and um, you know, like it's just a, like an anticlinal type structure. Oh, we already got the seismic now, and we just need to we're processing the seismic, and then use that to find a um, a partner, like somebody to come in. The large five hundred million barrel fields are along the anticline where you have a saddle, right? And then the hundred million to fifty million is where you have a small fault block and you have a porous carbonate up against a tight shale, and you get the stratigraphic fault-related um, deposit there. And there's many fields around it that have all these analogs. So it's... Uh, and also TPAO actually has licensed some um, wells a long trend from their main field. One is about 300 meters from the border, and then you can follow the trend, and they have another location on the other side of our block. And the other really good thing about the oil is that they're right now trucking the 30,000 uh, barrels of oil per day because there's a refinery about 130 kilometers away. So you can make a small tank farm and then you can start trucking it. And they're, they're using 200 barrel um, uh, trucks. So it's not like, like I worked in Africa and we find like 20 million barrels of um, oil and then it's like six years before we can get any of it to market because there's a pipeline you got to build and here you can get cash flow pretty quick, and they're going to run a pipeline through the refine to the refinery, and it's basically going through um, our first block there. But then, you, as you know, the minute you find a discovery, especially like in this type of oil, that's when you start needing the big the big dollars because then you're going to not, you're not drilling at one expiration well. You're now going to be drilling twenty or thirty developments, and you have a tank farm and so on. But by that time, our shares should be a lot higher. And then if you do an equity raise, it's substantially less dilution because you're talking, you know, four or $5 a share. Yeah, and I, I hear what you say, but, you know, that, and, and that's okay, that, that, that's the nature of the beast. But it, these fields are, well, certainly fields around you. If you look, if you look at West Raman, Raman, um, and uh, Bukedil, et cetera, you know, they, these are huge, huge fields which require balance sheets, you know, it, you know, and hopefully you, you you make a lot of money and go on a nice run. But even, even you, in terms of ma- managing and planning development of those fields, it will require a partner, presumably. And I guess that's what I'm excited about for 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 you. But um, before we kind of get a, get ahead of ourselves, I mean, the, the matter of playing catch up on on the on the gas is really important. So um, I asked you a question earlier, which I'm not, I'm not quite sure I got the answer for. If, if you did, I've I've kind of momentarily forgotten. It's like. It is, I'm trying to work out what the what the what the net back is because I know the royalties in Turkey are quite good, like you know twelve and a half percent, and and even the corporate tax at whatever it is 22, 22 and a half percent. It, it, you know it 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 it's good. You'll make 
um, money. But, but can you give me sort of net back figure so I can do some basic math in my head? Yeah, are you talking like for the oil or for the the gas? Uh, for the for the gas. Sorry, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, so I'm for the gas, the yeah. Gas. So all all in all, with the royalty and so on, you're you're paying about two and a half bucks, right? And of course, that depends on the revenue. So you you net back, you know, pretty close to nine eight dollars. The the actual opex is a lot less, but we pay twelve and a half percent royalty. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting times. Um, well, like, I, I guess all, all I wanted to, well, one, thanks for coming in. So I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed the conversations we've had in the past because it kind of feels like the potential's there. Um, but obviously, you know, it came off the rails a bit. And um, I wanted to get a sense of, you know, are we back on track? Sounds like, sounds like you are. Uh, you're able to raise money in a difficult market than the last year because like, people presumably believe that you can uh, get this thing over the line. Um, so 2024, very, very important year for you. I'm, I'm, I'm also quite keen to sort of see that you kind of do focus and do, you know, get get stuck in um, with, to, the, to the gas component and get that revenue flowing. Um, your hopes for this year, what, 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 you know, I think you've described everything you think is important for me to be looking at. Is anything, anything you haven't said? Yeah, I would, I would say that. You know, the, the the conversation is we drilled the wells that nobody said we could drill. We found the reserves that people said weren't really there, right? And so we have that. So we have this asset. And so we were producing, but we have a challenge. And so we need to, um, and we, we're doing it to execute the program to solve that challenge. So the six wells... I want running and, and producing at about, you know, net to us, seven and a half million, 100%, about 50 million cubic feet per day, which is very doable. And I want that pretty well by the second, third quarter. And so that production will be for two to three years. But then I want to shingle on another six or five um, of the side tracks or other locations in there to add another you know, 10, 12 um, million cubic feet per day so that we can actually, you know, with these ones, we get 15. So exit 2024 with, say, you know, net to us 12 million cubic feet per day or about 24, 25 million cubic feet per day for the whole the whole field. And then at the same time, it would be great if we had a partner for the oil block and we had the data and... Um, that would be ideal. Okay, I, I, I guess I, like I say, I think the kind of important takeaway for me is is to believe that you will not be going and raising money, dilating shareholders anytime soon, and you believe that you can, you can get the gas into production, that you do seek a strategic partner on the oil. Um, I think that that's really important for people to kind of understand, and I guess it's important for us to see. Um, as things progress this year. So um, I appreciate time today um, and appreciate the honesty um, about what, what what's happened. Um, I just got to go and do it, right? The easy bit. That's right, yeah. So thanks a lot for, like I always say, if it was really easy, gas would be so cheap because there would be no problems, right? So so thanks for allowing me to have um, this update and you know let people know what's going on.